You're listening to the League of Ordinary Gentlemen podcast with your hosts, Brent and Angelo. All right, here we are with episode 14, Players, Past, Present, and Future. How are you doing today, Angelo? Good, Brent. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm up and down. I'm you, up and down. You have had an absolute disaster of a week. I'm uh, I'm a broken man. I am completely broken right now. These, you know what? This happens to all of us on occasion in the pool, and you have lost two of your keepers in the last week. Victor Hedman to a short-term injury, hopefully. Hopefully. And then Jonathan Quick could be done for the year. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to put it out there. He's going to he's going to come back next week. So if anybody is is entertaining a healthy offer for uh, for quick, um, you know, just uh, just let me know. The meniscus is not a really important part of the knee. It so is. It is not at three all. Three to five days. He's back. I, I'm sure he's uh, in a brace today. A bit of physio tomorrow. He's good to go. Good to go for the weekend. Exactly. No. It. Uh, anyways, what a week. We'll get to that in a second. So. Uh, our show today is is uh, a barn burner, as they say. It is a fantastic show. Uh, give them the rundown, and then let's get started. So our big topic, we're going to look at uh, fantasy players who we believe are over the hill. They're done. They have no more fantasy value. We're going to look at players that need to prove themselves that this year is really critical for them to uh, – that they need to make a decision if they're fantasy players or not. Oh, absolutely. And then, and then we're going to look at uh, some up-and-comers who – are just absolutely lighting it up right now. So that's our main topic. But before we do that, we'll um, look at some winners and losers. But let's start off. So a year ago, we made a decision to have a trial year where we got rid of penalty minutes and we brought in shots on goal as a category. So let's look back. Uh, you know, 12 months ago, we made this decision. How are you feeling about that decision? Uh, I really like it. Uh, I, I never really liked PIMS as a category simply because it... it it just focused on there's basically for me there was one or two key players Wayne Simmons was like the one everybody went after because he got penalty minutes or Bufflin or something like that those two players uh, did it all otherwise you're just loading yourself up with like Radko Gudis or something like that right uh, a player of that caliber and, and and it's just a wasted spot so I really like I really like the idea of of moving uh, away from Pims to shots on goal. Um, shots on goals is a lot more exciting. Um, you know, you 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 are, are getting a little bit deeper into the analytics with it. What what do you think? I agree. I was a little bit reluctant. You know, anytime we have a change in the pool, I get a little bit scared. And that was a key one. We've never changed a category before. Actually, we went from shorthanded goals to shorthanded points once, but that wasn't really a big deal. No, that this, wasn't big. This one worried me, and I would never go back to a pool that has penalty minutes because we were going after the Mark Borvievskis, guys who got three points a year and got 200 penalty minutes. Yeah. And it was really a waste, right? When you look now, you know, someone like a Patrick Kane, who you want on your team, you get a bonus that he actually takes shots or Alex Ovechkin takes shots, Jamie Benn takes shots. But then you get like guys like Evander Kane yeah. who takes a lot of shots, right? So he becomes more valuable, but the guy also gets points. The, the two guys that I see that are still good hockey players that have lost their value in the pool are Wayne Simmons, as yeah, you said, yeah. and Dustin Bufflin yeah. are the two big players. Before that, a David Backus player when he was in St. Louis was the type of player that yeah. was good across the categories and got penalty minutes, but I'm I'm pretty glad it's gone. It, it, it for me it just added another it adds sorry another element to the draft piece where 
you're you're looking at yeah you could have a 60 point player you know and that's valued in those categories but it's just another category to to drive a little bit deeper down with respect to analysis to make sure that you're you that's the right player for you to pick up or whatnot i i really like it i mean it's way better it's more exciting uh but we want to hear we want to hear from you uh, let us know uh, what you think of that change. It's been, you know, we've we, we've had it for a while now. So let let let's see what you think about it. Um, what and, I what uh, I find yeah, what I find interesting is uh, players like Bufflin are still overvalued. So Warren paid one hundred and thirty five dollars for him this year. Yeah, um, and that goes back. Uh, you know, he was such a good player when there was penalty minutes. He's still a good player, but that was one of the most expensive defensemen we went. So there's some residual value attached to these players that shouldn't be there anymore. I don't know. What did Wayne Simmons go for? I, I don't know. But, like, if, if, if you look up, let's take a look. But if but if you highlight back here with, with – because Bufflin, again, is D, right? Defense was a premium this draft, right? Though, so if you flick back, is it was just because I think a lot of people kept – uh, some um, some uh, uh, defensemen, and and to be honest with you, it's I don't know if I don't know if it's because you know Bufflin was overvalued simply because of certain categories, or just the fact that people are trying to get at least top line solid defense. I don't know. That's an, that could be a topic for another uh, yeah. another day. I think Simmons I think went for sixty three bucks. By the way, sixty three. Okay, so that's lower than what he usually goes for. Way lower. Way lower. I think Bufflin. Uh, was maybe the second most expensive uh, defenseman in the draft, something we can look into later. But I also think that Warham likes the fact that um, Bufflin's really good at fishing. Oh, huge. Didn't he get, a, isn't he on somebody's – he's he's on uh, Hellebuck's mask fishing. Is he? He's painted, yeah. yeah. So that's, you know, that's Hellebuck worth has an extra mask. 20 yeah. to $30 right there. Oh, guaranteed? I Premium. He likes to catch some uh, northern pike is what – that's why he signed in Winnipeg. I love the northern pikes. They were good, eh? Yeah, fantastic. All right. So that is um, basically shots on goal. Now, uh, I don't think we ever go back to pins. No, we're not That's going back. Way. I don't actually really care to hear from the other managers on that. I'm, I'm, I was I'm making going to correct you. Yeah, you said you want to hear from me. <laughs> I don't really, hear from really care. We never hear from anyone anyway. No, no calls anymore. Yeah, I know. Well, you know what? We're, we may have a caller today. Once oh. We're getting some indications that someone may call in. They have some obligations, but they're going to try. So we may have we to We won't drop in. the name. Just in case it doesn't happen. All right, this week's winners and losers. Uh, it has been just before you start into this, because this is again always a highlight of, of of the show. What a week has it it has been? It's been crazy in the standings. Um, Two nights ago, something crazy happened. Like last night, there was only one team player. There was still one team, one game played. I'm yeah. sorry. And there was still a little bit of movement, but the night before was wild. I, well, t- I think, and I honestly think to be a, to be brutally honest with you, tonight's going to be one, another one of those nights. It's a lot. There are a lot of games tonight, and the there's Bruins a, are playing, <laughs> and the and the, uh, <clears throat> the categories for for many managers are really close. So, anyways, this week's winners and losers. Let's start because we did losers last. Oh, we did winners last week. Yeah, we'll start with the losers. Let's start with the big losers. Okay, so uh, we'll start at number three, dropping thirteen and a half points. I hate to say it, Brent, but you've dropped down to ninth place. You had a drop of thirteen and a half points, and yeah. e- even though you had the, um, you're the third in terms of points. I would say losing two keepers, you're probably the biggest loser. Oh, without week. yeah, I would agree. I'm at sixty five and a half points. I dropped uh, another point last night. Uh, it's been as I said on the opening of the show. It's been an incredibly an emotional week for me. Um, it uh, thirteen. What is it? Thirteen and a half points. Th- that's not a shocker to me. No, I I, I see myself as a loser. You're uh, you like the Smiths and I love the Smiths. 
you're pretty close to hanging the DJ. <laughs> Panic in the streets of London, brother. Yeah, I know. It's not. Uh... <laughs> Anyways, hopefully you bounce back. Yeah, we'll it, see. It wasn't a good week for you. No, it wasn't. All right. Our, um, in second place, uh, falling 18 points this week. Oh, my. Was uh, the holder of the Keith Primo Cup, Hennessy Williams, is down to 11th place and 54 points. Yeah, that is, uh, I think it's panic for him. He's got to do something. Like, he's got some categories now that are really bottoming out, yeah. and uh, he, he needs to make a move soon. His his goaltending category is really weak. Shots on goal. Shots on goal. Shots on goal. He's last. Yep. And game-winning goals. So he's got, he needs goals. He needs some goals. So Hennessy, uh, start training away all those superstars that you have. And then an absolute disaster of a week. I couldn't believe it when I saw No, this is crazy. I'm Zoltok ne- is in last place. I've never seen him in 12. Me either. I actually, I, this, is, this is brand new. I want to take a screenshot and frame it and send it to him. Oh, well, I texted him yesterday. I haven't heard back yet. I texted him. Again, we've talked about this before. Yeah. Friends first, fantasy hockey general managers, and I reached out You're such a liar. To, to help him. <laughs> I'm here to help you. Yeah. He dropped 18 and a half points this week down to last place. Well, listen here, Dr. Phil. I know this isn't going to be permanent for, for, for Zoltok. He will bounce back. He will, he will come out of it. I've never seen him like this uh, in this spot. But you talk about ones across the board, goals, points, plus, minus. He's struggling. He, he's, he's, a, he's in... Uh, I'm going to disagree with you. So, uh, and I'm going to say that Zoltok has to make a change soon. And here's why I'm going to say it. Four weeks in, week one, he was in ninth place. Week two, he was in eighth place. Week three, he was in ninth place. Week four, he's in twelfth. He has not even no, come right, close yeah, to maybe, being a yeah. top half player. You've got to recognize at some point that there needs to be some changes that need to take place on that team. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like, let's see. Let's take. It. Let, let's dive a little bit deeper in into uh, to Zoltok and and uh, into into Robin's team here for a second. Uh, He's got some underperformers, I'm sure. Like, what are you seeing? What do you think? Uh, Barkov's underperforming. Kadri may get better. I don't know. Uh, to me, Kachuk is overperforming. Overperforming, but he's on the top line, so he might stay close to there. Yeah. Um, Ovechkin's doing what he needs to do, and then everybody else hasn't been very good for him at all. Well, you know, you know he's got Bozer. He can make a trade with Mike in, like, two seconds. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was yeah. thinking, is it? no, it's Besser. Is it Besser? Yeah, I think so. A Bozer. Silent O. It's the, the deadly silent O. The and then deadly, yeah. at the start of the year, I predicted that Holpe would not have a good year. And look at those numbers. 341 goals against and yeah. 888 save percentage. Yeah, it's horrific. Panic. Panic. It's, it's time. It's time, Robin. I think Zoltok should change his name. Maybe that'll be a good luck thing. Yeah. What would you get? What would you suggest? Pavel Dimitra. <laughs> Another former Ottawa senator who passed away. Too soon. Too soon. It's too soon. Oh, yeah. oh, is it too soon for me to say that? Yes, way Still? too soon. Way, way too soon. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm In sorry, Locomotive. Locomotive. All right. All right, winners. Winners. Uh, it, let's start with the, 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 the third winner of the week is, 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 is the helm, the man at the helm, Aiden. Plus 20 points. I think he's, he continues, even though he's the third highest jump, he continues to be a winner. He is... Uh, consistently top three now, and he's up to 125.5. He's doing really but well. But his season is con- con- continuously is, is 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 a marvel to me. Like in terms of where he was and where where he is now, um, true competitor. He's a true competitor. I'm I'm impressed. And he's always a threat. I think he's always a threat too. Our second big winner. Uh, he was mired in last place or 11th place for the longest time. Nick in a box. Yeah. Does a 20 point jump. 
He's now in the game in the middle of the pack at eight and sixty-five and a half points. Well, you said he was in last for a couple of like he's been last since week one. So this is the first, isn't it? Oh it, yeah, yeah. He's right? so been this last is, every week. So so this is his first week. He's been out of last, and here he is sitting at eighth. That's huge. Statement week. Is it, he's making a statement now? Now that being said, uh, uh, he's really close with with, with uh, a bunch of managers and categories. So I don't know if this is going to be a a permanent out of twelfth position for him or not. He's got uh, he's got some players. Oh, Jones is back, but Jones is completely underperforming, right? Um, he's, he's got some players back. He was bitten by the uh, the, the IR bug as well, right? That's but, right. So, so he's, he's got some players back. He's kind of feeling the groove, but we'll see if he, he can sustain it. I he, don't think he can. He's healthy now, and he's got uh, Brian Elliott, which is a good goalie to have. I mean, he's amazing, right? He's He saves at least 60% of the shots. Oh, yeah. Places. I mean, look, look, look at the save percentage. That's eight. a smoking 889. Better than Holtby. He's better, better than Quick. <laughs> oh, Quick, man. Poor guy. Okay, so Nick is a big winner this yep, week. Yeah, Nick's a big winner. And he's he's making a push. And we saw last year when he took over Richard's team, yep. he went right from 12th place to 4th and just barely missed out 3rd place from Warham. Now, so. the, the top winner, the, the, it absolutely it pains me to say this, or for you to say it. it, it pains me more than when you are the top winner because of our hatred for him. I hate complete hatred. So it, going it, plus 26 this week and vaulting into 3rd place. Yep. Is Marshawn's tongue, yep. Robbie Warham. So uh, you know, full credit to him. That was a great week. He he jumped from seventh place to third place. Uh, you know what I attributed his success to? Tell me. To the fact that he's picked up every single player that I've basically dropped. That's true. Yeah, I know. I'm, he's. I Skinner. wondered why you dropped Skinner. Like I, I wondered why you did that. I didn't say anything to you. I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Well, but. my feelings are hurt now. He, I dropped Skinner. He picked him up. I dropped uh, Keller. He picked him up. I've dropped uh, bomb. He picked them up. He is he is trolling me. I he think is trolling me, and and I need to. I, I want I want to put in a formal complaint to the to the commission on this. Well, we need to see. We need to actually have proof. So why don't you drop Crosby and let's see if he picks him up? It's true. And then the, then we know. Then we can actually have an inquiry. He can't get him. He's at eleventh. Yo, you don't think Crosby would make it through to 11th? A Probably. lot of guys are maxed out on centers. That's they have true. Too many they, centers. They're way too many. So I should so, give that a go. Well, here's what I find interesting. So last year during the analy- analytics episode, the top three managers, so the three guys that were ranked the most successful in pool history, Yeah. Warham came in at first, I came in at second, and Helmer came in at third. Yeah. And we're one, two, three in the pool right now. So what you're seeing, in my humble opinion, is uh, just masterclass fantasy managing by the three of us. What do you think about that? Do you, would you agree with that? No comment. When LeBron James puts down 50. <laughs> you want just, me to call you king right now? He's just doing what LeBron does, right? <laughs> this is, I mean, the uh, other thing is, I know, and I haven't talked to any of these, these two other guys, but it's not a big deal for us. To you're used to it. Yeah, you're used to it. You're used it to this stuff. It's all the time. time. Yeah, we'll just we'll just wait till, till there's a shift. If you look at some of the categories, I, all I am saying is this: let's just take a look uh, look at the goals. Um, there's only 19 goal difference between first and last. Only Zoltak has 30 goals with Ovechkin. He'd have six goals if Ovechkin wasn't on his team. Yeah, true. I see a lot of trades coming up soon. I, well, I just folks go go onto the standings, click on, click on the categories. You'll see what I'm talking about. I think we're seeing. I'm gonna make make a prediction here. I love making predictions on the show. I'm, I think you're gonna see a a uh, a big shift. 
this week's been a big shift from the bottom. I'm also thinking that that their managers, well, look where Bowlby is, but I think you're going to see managers uh, real, make a real push uh, to get into the top top six. This, here's this here's my prediction for the week. There'll be a change. I think the Florida guys who have Florida guys, Winnipeg guys, yeah. New Jersey guys are going to see a jump. Yeah. That's my guess. That's your guess? Really? Yep. Wow. Well, so, so in summary, our winners, Warham, Nick, and Aiden, our yeah. losers, Zoltok, Hennessy, and you this week. So good luck next right, week, boys, right. and hopefully you make it onto the winner's side That's and right. not the loser side. That's right. All right, shall we go on to our main topic now? Absolutely. Okay, so um, we've decided that we would look at some players who traditionally have been drafted and drafted early or drafted for big dollars. Yeah. But they're over the hill now. Like we just, they, they no longer have the value that they once did. And we've been doing this so long, I, I, you can actually remember when these players commanded massive prices uh, on draft night. That's right. And now you see them uh, either being drafted for a lot less or dropped and added and so forth. So it's, it's, that's kind of neat in the sense we've been doing this for, for so long. That's right. And so we, we're going to look at those players, and, and I've come up with a few players. Uh, I think you have as well. Yeah, I've got, I made a spreadsheet. So and, and, and you inspired me. You have you have actually but not you just use, because you're um, you use sheets. I'm still an Excel guy. Yeah, but mine crashes here on this. I can't I can't use it. So okay, and uh, then we are going to look at um, players who we think need to prove themselves. Yeah. Uh, and finally, well, we so these are players who these are players who uh, you know we thought were going to be really yeah. good, but it's been a couple of years now, so they need to actually do something in the pool to be fantasy players and then we got our young studs that we're going to look at um but we we may actually have a call coming in did you want to just hold off on on or over the hill prove yourself and up-and-comers yeah you go ahead uh, well, talk a little bit more there and well the three what what we looked at here folks is is the three categories so we broke it down to over the hill so they're no longer serviceable fantasy hockey players Brent, um, can i interrupt you absolutely all right everyone we have a special guest Who, here today oh the helm we got Who, the man at the helm the person in first place the notorious Gibb is on the phone. Aiden, how you doing, buddy? Hello, fans. How you doing? Oh, we're we're fantastic today. You're, this is this is a, what a treat. What a treat. I, I've got to correct you on something here. It's the notorious G I B B. Yeah, but it takes too long to say that. We yeah. know. We know. Okay, so from now on, can we call you Gibby? Okay. Yeah. So or the the Gib man, the Gibster. Gibby will do. I'll I'll, I'll take Gibby. That that one's uh, that one's vacated now. That's. Uh, Blue Jays have a new manager, so. All yeah. right. Oh, that's right. It must, so it must annoy you every week when you listen to this and we call you the notorious <laughs> Gib. Yeah. He listens to it multiple I times. I hadn't actually noticed. This is, uh, I hadn't actually noticed that, but um, um, maybe I should tune in more often. Um, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, one, you're not one of the 13 listeners? Oh, come on. Uh, I caught up on some listening last night, actually. I, I did. Uh, I, I caught up on the, the, the latest one. Um, Last night. Well, and what did yeah. and what did you think? Um, yeah, a bunch of losers. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. That's about it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's my highlight. That's uh, my highlight is listening to the losers call everyone else losers. So, are you sure you just didn't call our wives? <laughs> Why isn't he called in earlier? This is amazing. <laughs> I know. This is actually the best. This is the best segment we've ever had. This is true. This is. You know, we're gonna we're gonna get up to at least how, eighteen. How could it be any less? How could it be any less than the best you've ever had? That's true. Hey, so Aiden, listen. We just went through winners and losers, and uh, for the second week in a row, you're on the winner side. You went plus twenty. Yeah. You're in first place. So talk to us. How yeah, does it feel? Thoughts, thoughts and feelings. You're on top man. of the thoughts, mountain right now. What's going on? Thoughts and feelings. Yeah, it's a pretty stinky mountain. Um, it's uh, it's good. It feels good. 
feels good to be king of the crap heap. Well, a week. Y- 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 this is this is a complete uh, for me. It's a bit unexpected because you, you had a bit what I call oh, a, oh, a, a, oh, a from, devastating. From the you had me in ninth at the beginning of the season of the, you, of the managers' rankings. All of a sudden, I, I didn't make those. Oh, now, 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 Gibby, Gibby, I didn't make those rankings. That that's my that's my co-host here. I'm just going on based on last season. Yeah, it's a bit of a that was a bit of a tumultuous time in in your no, life. Season, I know. Last season is last season. But you you have built yourself into a, a, like an empire here. You're basically Rome, not Greece. You're like Rome right now. Well, I'm definitely not Greece. You're greasy though. I'll go for the Ottoman. How about that? <laughs> oh, this is oh, okay. oh, oh now he's a personal. How's that uh, work? I think that's Ow! <laughs> what, what is that time? 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 38 seconds. All right, so Aiden, I've got a question for you. I haven't actually studied your team too closely, but what's um, what's, what's ticking for you here? What's yeah, what, making, uh, what's what's ma- making what's it work? Working? Who are your what's big working? guys? Well, okay, to, on a serious note, I suppose we should actually talk about uh, the actual fantasy so yeah, uh, I, I'm, I was a little surprised that I was able to move into first place without significant contributions from the likes of Steven Stamkos, but he's Greek, so you never know with those guys. Macedonian. Um, sure. Same difference to me and all the rest of us Ottomans. Anyway, um, so managed to slip into um, a pretty good standing, uh, not counting all my chickens just yet or eggs, or whatever the analogy is. But yeah, that I was able to get there without Stamkos, um, who, as you know, I had kind of changed my yeah. strategy for drafting and decided to go with a couple of big guns in Stamkos and Wheeler. Uh, was counting on both those guys to make big contributions. Both of them kind of had a, thing, a bit of a slow start to the year. Stamkos just starting to break out now. Yeah. Wheeler has been kind of clipping along as he usually does, but not a whole lot of the multi-category things yet from him. A lot of assists, uh, pair of goals I think but uh, nothing really that's uh, that's turned in the needle too much really it was uh, I guess on the uh, the strength of some of the later round picks which I guess I I don't know if I would call it a luxury what's the opposite of a luxury whatever Angelo's got um, uh, so I had that I, I might I might have an option for a new co-host here where's the mute button on this phone with what I had so I had like I don't know 500 bucks or something like that yeah managed to uh I don't know why nobody wanted Landeskog. Like th- th- that's that's the guy that's really doing it for me. He's the number one left winger. It's huge. Obviously, I was all pissed when I lost Marchand basically for nothing last year in the trade with uh, Angelo. I recall um, that. Yep. Do you? Do you now? Yes. Do you? Anyway, um, <laughs> so I had to get myself a left winger, and hey, I managed to get a better left winger. Yeah, you at did. A cheaper price. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I've got a cheaper left winger, Landeskog, for twenty-five bucks. I, I can't understand why no other manager wanted to bid on that. I, I got to be honest with you. I've always found Landeskog uh, up we, and down. Up and down. I didn't find yeah. him. You know, he gets fifty points a year. I didn't think he was that great. And then, you know, we all underestimated the fact that he was going to be playing on that top line in Colorado. And well, the top line of the league. Remember, like if we do the we'll point, see that at yeah, Christmas. We'll, we'll add that you, up. but you have Thomas Hurdle though. What a sixteen shocker. points plus fourteen for Landeskog. Like yeah. he he is now a legit. Superstar for fantasy purposes. But look at like like let's go back here. Like, like let's look at some of the shocks here too. Is Thomas Hurdle has thirteen points, five five goals. I mean, he's a he's a player that's consistently added drop, added drop for for years and years and years, right? So yeah, I mean, he's did, working but, for but, you, man. I mean, 
Yeah, but if you go back to last year, Hurdle was on the uh, was on the free agent list, and he was the eighth ranked left winger, and he was still sitting there on the free agent list, and nobody wanted to pick him up because yeah, everyone yeah. figured, oh, he's only on the free agent. He's only he's only ranked because uh, he gets shorthanded points or something like that. But he's already spent all his shorthanded points. He, he got some lucky shorthanded points early. Look, everybody knew, or everyone should have known, that San Jose is going to be a good team this year. Yeah. They went out and got a rather good player added to their roster for relatively nothing, right? Yeah, you're right. So I think everybody should have known, and everybody probably should have known, that the San Jose offense was going to be driven by Couture and Hurdle now, rather than old guys like the Big Joes, Joe Pavelski, who is, I believe, now a free agent after being drafted, and Joe Thornton, who may never play in the league again. I don't know, he's off IR now, but he's... Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Yeah, you know, I wanted to pick up Timo Meyer, and I just never did. And he's one of those other up-and-coming top six players for San Jose. Yeah, that was another good pickup. Uh, That was another good uh, free agent pickup there. But all these guys, I I think I heard somewhere in there that you were going through the number of players that were on each roster or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Which which team has the most players on each roster players in our fantasy league? Yeah. I mean, San Jose, I, I don't know if it was up there at the top. It was the top. On, it was the top. Yeah, they were yeah. number one. They were number one. Eleven players. Okay, well, it's, yeah, yeah. it's got to be now because you, there's so much, so much depth on the wings, um, and these guys go. There are a lot of, a lot of streaky scores. That Kevin LeBanc guy, you know, it, it, that looked like a steal early on on the free agent wire. Now it's like, you know, he, he hasn't done anything for like five or six games or something. But yeah, it's it, they're a team like that. But uh, for me, yeah, I was happy that I got Couture and Hurdle. I spent twenty bucks for the pair of them late in the draft, and they're money for me. Yeah, you know, you know what I find is, uh, I don't want to call it a luxury for you this year, but because you went into the draft with a different strategy, um, you know, you're probably a little less tied to some of those players you got in the late round. So you picked up Cam Atkinson, you picked up Matias Echo, you picked up TJ Oshie on the free agent wire, and those yeah. players are yeah. all really good for you. Whereas hey, I was on the other end, and I s- don't forget Halak there. Andy. Yeah, oh, I had. Oh, you're yeah, killing me with that one. I know. I had him. I had Halak for a couple of games, and then I dropped him. But like again, your goaltending's fairly solid too, right? You've got the hang ten. On, hang on. Who are your goaltenders again? <laughs> oh, Brent's are really good. Mine are fantastic. Let's just, let's just rewind that point. You dropped Halak, and who are your goaltenders yeah, again? Yeah, I know. I know. He dropped him because I said that Quick got hurt. I think you dropped him to get Campbell. Oh, I had to drop. I dropped him to get Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, like again, some of my amazing decisions here. So Halak Coming was out. on my list, Aiden, because I, I had Rask, and I figured Rask is getting older and he'll get hurt. Yeah. And I was going to pick him up in the draft. I figured he'd go for nothing. And then nobody was bidding on Kincaid. So I picked up Kincaid out of nowhere. And then yeah. when Halak got dropped, I was I, I was too hesitant to drop any players. Now you have him, and he's the isn't he ranked number one? He certainly is. Oh, that's the killing me. The funny thing was Rask. Eh? I mean, this was the exact situation. I know you're shopping him around uh, right now, Angelo, but uh, this is the exact same, almost the exact same timing as last year. Boston had a really tough start, uh, and, yeah. and Rask in particular, his goals against, I mean, I tried to trade him to Jewel for Jonathan Quick when Jonathan Quick actually had a shred of value last season. <laughs> and at first he was like, oh, oh that yeah, was... that's a good idea. Thanks for bringing that up, Aiden. Then he took a look at his numbers, and he's like, ooh, over three goals against average, sub-900 save percentage, and three wins in the middle of November? I mean, I don't know if that's a familiar stat line to you, Angelo, but you might want to take a look, because I think it might be. But he has no value. He couldn't. I couldn't move him for anything. I had to take Craig Anderson back for him. I mean, he was useless to me. We all know the story of what happened last year. But now, I don't know. I don't know what it is with Rask. He has tough starts to the year. He's a temperamental, emotional type of player. Which Finish. He's usually... A 
good treat of a goaltender, but uh, and I think he's breaking down a little bit. I love that resounding. I love that resounding endorsement for any possible deal that you're going to be sending out after this show for. Uh, I actually uh, know why. Involving Rask, it's awesome. <laughs> I think thank I, you, thank you, Aiden. I think I know what happens to Rask. He's finished, so he doesn't like daylight. So as soon as we get rid of the daylight savings time, which was... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's this weekend. Yep, and now he goes on a run because there's more darkness. There we and go. I think that he's just more comfortable. Yeah, keep, keep spinning it there. Yeah, you should trade um, Halak for, like, Bobrovsky right now. Yeah. That would be a good deal. That would be a good deal. Yeah, so anything else you want to talk about here, Aiden, now that you have the, uh, the conch? Uh, it's a very nice conch. It's... Um I can hear the sea when I put up to, up to my ear. It's um, <laughs> got some blood from Piggy on it there. But, uh, ah, I love would, that, would that be Tony's blood? <laughs> <laughs> the blood of Tony Spears? No, Tony's still with us. That's the other guy that we don't talk about anymore. Oh yes, that's right. I know. Yeah. He's like Voldemort. We don't just say we don't say his name anymore. <laughs> Poor Tony, man. For fear he pops up from somewhere. The man who must not be smelled. <laughs> I think I think it started for Tony. Uh, the uh, the really strategic trade he made with you at the start of the year, Stamkos for yeah. Malkin, which I think was a good trade for him. Yeah, yeah. He did that for strategic purposes, and now he's paying the price. That's right. No, he is. Stamkos well, I, at I, all I, our I, interest. I, I don't know what that – I mean, I, there was all sorts of talk that that was a dirty trade or was a, at, at the beginning of the year or something like that. Yes, there was that trade. talk. At yeah. the time, I don't know. I mean, I offered him, I offered him Forsberg. Yeah. I offered him Forsberg, a $120 keeper in exchange for Stamkos, who he had no intention of keeping anyway. So you're he saying, okay, so you're saying it wasn't a dirty trade. You're just saying that Tony is stupid. Yeah, we just yes. want to clear the air on this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's hurtful. Yeah, I'm just putting it out there. Okay. I mean, he's in good company. He's in good company here. We, well, there's, there's a lot of stupid people in this pool. <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah. While we're stupid. Like the new guy, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It, it is 12 stupid guys. Like we, we stand in front of a microphone and record a show. Yeah. For 12 stupid people. At maximum. At max. Yeah. Maximum. Yeah. All right, man. And you're counting yourselves in that 12, right? You're yep. counting yourselves. Oh, absolutely. Okay. My yeah. son will listen to it as well, so 13. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, good luck, man. We'll, uh, we'll check in again. Yeah, good luck to the rest of you. Well, thank you. Yep. I, I see a trade coming soon. I don't know with who, but uh, as you said, maybe it, it should be time that Rask... Uh, you're sure not going to involve Rask now. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, Aiden, we'll, All let right, you, we'll let you get back to work. Yeah. Sure, man. Thanks, Thanks buddy. Thanks for having me. Good luck getting trade value. All right. See ya. Bye. Well, that was Gibby. What a treat. I know. It was great to have him on. Like, we've been trying for a couple of weeks, but... Uh, uh, just sk- schedules didn't match up. That's right. All right. So let's get into... Let's jump back to the feature of, of today's episode, which is dealing with players that we feel are over the hill, that they have no longer have serviceable fantasy... Uh, value, uh, show me, or what I call prove yourself. They, they need to, those players that need to prove themselves as fantasy players, and then up and comers, players that are uh, everybody's clamming for either for keeper value or that everybody knows that they're going to be uh, bright uh, hockey stars. So let's start with over the hill. Well, you know what? Aiden actually, uh, you know, he, he called in and he actually pointed out who one of the <coughs> over the hill guys is, in our opinion. That's Joe Pavelski. So I. Yeah. The way I organized my He's list, on my list. I did uh, the five positions, center, left wing, right wing, D, and goalie yeah. for each category. And for me, uh, Joe Pavelski now for he, – he went for over $200 last year. This year he went, I think, for quite a few dollars. He went for 93 bucks, Almost 100 bucks, And to me, he just um, – 
He's done. Like he's, like Aiden said, the Joes aren't running the show anymore in San Jose. No, he was on my list. He has five goals. That's it. Five points. Uh, for me, one of those over the hill. No, he only has five assists. I thought he had five goals. No, zero goals, five assists. Oh, yep. so he's done. Mercy me. Uh, if, if one, one, one. Uh, if I can mention another one, would be um, Allen from St. Louis goaltending. Oh, you want to go down to goaltending? Okay, you're ch- choosing Jake Allen. I would agree with you. That's, That's one of my top over the hill. Yeah, he's not a number one uh, goalie in my opinion anymore. Almost a four goals against with only three wins. You know, we compiled this list. I was gonna say that John Quick was an honorable mention. In he's this in category, my. He's on my list. But he's he's uh, too injury prone now. So I would say he's done. But for me, uh, the number one over the hill goalie is Brian Elliott. Uh, after he left St. Louis, he's a disaster. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think anyone should draft him anymore. Maybe you'll get a couple wins out of him, but that guy is terrible. Can can I give you can I give you um, an honorable mention for center position? I know we said Pavelski, but can I give you another one? Yep, Co- uh, Kopitar. Interesting. One hundred and fifty dollars. He would for, be a uh, show me four guy. Points. In my opinion, he'd be a show me guy. I... Four, four points. He had one stellar season with me last year, mm-hmm. and then when I didn't keep him, it broke his heart, and that's why he only has four points. I could see that happening. Yeah. Um, for me, the left winger. Uh, I think he's left right winger is uh, Dustin Brown for the same reason you yeah. just said for Kopitar. He had one good year, yeah. but I don't see any value in, in him at all. He's got one point this season on what should be a top six yeah, I would agree line, with that. right? Yeah. What do you have for a right winger? Jeff Carter. I, yeah. was, I was torn between Jeff Carter and Corey Perry, but they're one and the same. They used to be superstar goal scorers. And yeah, I had Corey Perry down. Perry's, Perry's injured, right? He's done for the year. Yeah. He's done for quite a while. And yeah. Carter was injured for a lot of last year, but he, he doesn't produce any fantasy yeah, value either. Not, not at all. And then for me, the defenseman, I'm going back to San Jose, one of the best defensemen in the league. He's always on Team Canada, but uh, Mark Edward Vlasic has never had any fantasy value, and I think it's just time for us to say the guy's not a fantasy hockey player. Have you, um, have you, did you check the, the, the league message board? No. Can, can I just show you something really quick here? Yeah, I'm up for it. The, the home. I just want to just to highlight this piece. Oh, you've dropped him. I just dropped him. Because of this podcast. That's right. You knew in advance a little bit of research. It was time to get rid yeah, of it. Yeah, look at this conversation that came up here. You, you just, what is, how do you pronounce his name? Brassois. Brassois? Brassois. You just picked him up. And I dropped him. And you just dropped him. Because Kubadin's going to get some games, and I don't want to get halacked. Ooh, yep. nice. So I'm going to hold on to Kubadin as a keeper for the rest of my life. All right, let's go to Prove Yourself. Can we go to Prove Yourself or Show Me? Well, you call yeah. it Show Me. I like Prove Yourself because I'm a big radio fan. Okay, let's fan. start. So it's a, it's our we're looking at the um, fantasy hockey site. We start at centers, left wings, right wings, defense, goalie. So center, who is your Prove Me center? Uh, Couturier. Ooh, interesting. 65 bucks. Hennessy's got him only four assists. He's got, He's got to show something more than that. Yeah, he's my prove yourself right now. That's interesting. See, I really like Couturier. I think he's going to be just fine. I don't think he needs to prove anything. But, I mean, his stats with four assists only, Yeah, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty big. For me, William Carlson, out of the blue, scored 40-some goals last year. But his shooting percentage was crazy good last year. Yeah. Uh, he's got nine points, and he's not shooting a lot. So was it just Vegas luck last year? I don't know. Yeah. I, I have no idea. So he needs to show me this year. Doug picked him up. I don't know how well he's doing. Nine points on the year. Ranked 38th, so he's okay, but uh, I think he was a one-and-done guy, in my opinion. Yeah. Can I? Can we go to left-wingers? Yeah. Who, who do you have for left-wingers? Well, I, I, this is almost a tie for me, but I'm going to go uh, to PMF's uh, spot that he has on here with Simmons, Wayne Simmons from Philly. We Again, another, him, yeah. another Philly player. He's pointless and a minus four in his last three games, so he's not having a good go right now. Um, and I think because we, you take – away a category that he was so good in with Pims. 
he needs to be uh, he needs to prove himself to the fantasy owners of this league. And he should know that. For me, Max Pacioretty is yeah. the prove me guy at left wing. Yeah. So he had a bad year last year after being consistently good. Yeah. This year he has two goals, zero assists. Yeah. I I traded. Uh, with Nick in a box, disaster trade for me. He got O'Reilly, who's ranked top ten. Yeah, he's a right wing center. Yeah, I just figured that Pacioretty takes so many shots that he would break out of it, and then he's he's hurt now. So, I if he doesn't prove it this year in Vegas, then in my opinion, he then goes to over the hill next year. Yeah, uh, my honorable mention for for left wing was Eilers, I, I, who I just traded for yep. 104 dollars, only four points in 12 games. All right, for me, so I'm going with a big name on right wing now. Oh, here we go. So. Vladimir Tarasenko needs to prove this year. I, that, I, do, that I he's agree a superstar. with that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, those of us that bought fantasy hockey magazines uh, getting ready for the draft, not this year, but in previous years, Tarasenko was ranked either the top, the second, or the third best right winger yeah. for fantasy purposes. And he's never done that. No. He's never proven that. I mean, he'll get 30, 35 goals, 55 to 60 points. But to me, it. People, people want to keep him. People want to spend money on him, and he just hasn't performed um, up to expectations. He's number 18 this year, but he's not even uh, getting a point a game, so he's not close to the superstars in this thing. No. So for me, that's the number one right winger on the prove me okay. or show me. Yeah, okay. I, 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 that's, I, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I would have had him on my list, but I have a hard time spelling his last name. Yeah. Uh, Who do you have on D? Uh, no, my right winger. My choice oh, for right wing is Mark Stone. Uh, you have him on your team. $75, I think that's, that's a lot of money for, for a 24th-ranked uh, right winger. Uh, eight points in 11 games uh, on a horrible team. So uh, for fantasy value, I am still not convinced that he is he is um, of, of the value of a $75 player. See, I see. That's, I, that's what he needs to prove that to me. I think Stone is actually a good fantasy player, and Ottawa's – Probably going to be no worse than this year. This is their bottoming out year. Uh, okay. So I, I see him as actually having some value still. But I, I can actually see where you're coming from with Stone. Okay, let's go on to D. D. Uh, for this is a no-brainer for me, and, and I think we might actually agree on something here, is uh, Carlson. San yes. Jose. Eric Carlson. So uh, Bobby has him. He, he's a fantasy enigma, right? He's like a Seven assists, man. That's it. He, he People always say he's the best defenseman in the NHL, top three <laughs> player in the NHL, That's top right. five player in the NHL. That's right. Um, but he never – it never translates to this this pool for some reason. I, don't, I actually can't figure out why. But this year he's, he's doing fine. He's getting some assists here and there. He gets lots of playing time, but he's the 40th ranked guy, right? Well, I, 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 and absolutely, and I honestly think you uh, think that you're going to see some of those big defense. Well, you you already saw one. I traded away Yossi, but I, I, I you know, you, you may see those other uh, other defensemen um, be traded. Something like Carlson as well, right? So, yeah. uh, what are we looking at? Goalies, now? do goalies. goalies. My my goal. Uh, sorry, was Carlson yours? Yeah, Carlson. Yeah. I agree with you on wow. that one. Wow, yep. and Sapatico. Uh Bobrovsky. Oh yeah, hundred and seventy-eight dollars, point eight eight two save percent. Yeah, that's a good one. And and what's more interesting to me is some team in the real NHL is going to pay huge dollars for him next year, and he will not provide the value. I think the New York Islanders are going to give him a massive contract. Yeah, and they'll regret it after a year. Yeah, the Garcino, the Garcino uh, thing. So the prove me thing. He was great last year. He's yeah. not great this year. For me, the prove me thing. Uh, the prove me goalie. I'm sorry, is Carey Price. Yeah, I, I, he was on my radar too, but he's ranked still number nine though. So he got a shutout this week against yeah. Boston. Um, yeah, 
Otherwise, I, I, I don't know. He was hurt for a lot of last year. If he stays healthy this year, but he has to prove himself. That's he does. what I'm saying. Yep. So maybe Do you think he has young. to prove himself more than Bob? Yes, right. I think so. All right, there we go. I think so because he was a keeper, and he's been a keeper for years. I think since he was first drafted yeah, yeah. as a starter, he's been a keeper. So Absolutely. it's a proving thing. Okay, shall we go up to the exciting players now, the up-and-comers? Up-and-comers. Okay, let's um, let's start. Let's go backwards. We'll go goalie, defense, right wing, left wing, and then we'll finish this podcast with our our center. So, in net, who are you picking as your uh, up and coming? Well, I think this is another one that we're going to agree on. But I have some backups here because this is this category for me was a bit easier to to fill. But Saros, uh, Gibby's Saros here, seventeen bucks. He is uh, next year's number one in Boston. Yep. Sorry, Nashville. Sorry. I know. He's um, six wins in eight games. Yeah. He's got a shutout, and he's got the number one role next year. He's the real deal. In Nashville, because Nashville needs the cap space. So congratulations, GIBB. You, I think, have the top goalie up and coming. Yeah, really. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, can we jump to uh, defense? Do you want to do defense here? Yeah, for me, for me it's uh, Thomas Shabbat. Uh, number eight ranked player, he, and he was a superstar in the World Juniors. I believe he's the only defenseman in World Junior history to be named MVP of the tournament. So this is not like some fluke. Yeah, he's the real deal. He was an amazing player in junior, um, and people knew he was going to be an amazing player in the NHL. It's just I think with Carlson now, he's got gone. He's got so much confidence. He's getting almost a point a game. Well, he's thirteen points in eleven games. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Well, there so you he's, go. he's over a point a game. Yeah, so he's six more than Carlson at this point. Yeah. For me, that, you know, he's gold. And he's on a bad team. And he's for th- drafted for three bucks. And he's producing these points. Yeah. So that's that's my D. Did you have someone different? Yeah, my, mine, my, I had him on my list, but I'm, I'm going to shout out again to Gibby. So this is this is uh, with two players, two defensemen in Riley and Barry. Uh, both both are performing uh, at incredible paces here. Riley at $68. He has 15 points in 12 games. And, and, and Tyson Berry from Colorado. He has 27 shots in 12 games. So these two defensemen for me, and then this is why I think you're seeing uh, the notorious GIBB uh, storm up the, the rankings because he has so far three of, of the up-and-comers. Yep. So that, right. that, that's my feeling. Let's go on to uh, right-wingers. Uh, I think, you know, Rantanen is an obvious one for me. He's amazing. Yeah. But, uh, Thank you. The one who surprised me a little bit, and I think he's legit now, is uh, Sebastian Aho. That's my. Uh, I had Rantanen and Aho in this position. Uh, Rantanen, uh, sorry, Aho is ninety-one dollars. I think people really, uh, Bowlby especially, saw that that potential. He it, it was there for the last couple of seasons, but seventeen points in twelve games. It's a real deal. Yep. Okay. So at um, left wing. I go with uh, DeBrincat. Yeah, Brimley's, I have him. Awesome. Uh, 14 points in 12 games, but I'm also saying Pasternak, 28 bucks. 28 yeah. bucks, 16 points, 11 which are goals. Come on. Yep. DeBrincat for me is is the uh, like the surprise, I guess. We yeah. knew he was going to be a decent player, yeah, but real he's, deal. Really, he's really jumped. Pasternak we knew was a superstar already. Yeah. And let's finish it off at center. I went with Philip Forsberg. Um, he has really solidified himself as the real deal superstar fantasy hockey player the i think the easy one for me is going to be marner uh but i mean he's expensive at 151 bucks for 16 points in 12 games but i'm going to give a shout out to myself on this one uh lindholm from calgary 13 points in 13 games at a 25 dollar free agent pickup there you go so we have lots of up-and-comers we have lots of young players we're seeing this kind of shift from the old to the new absolutely like you said we've been doing this long enough now that a lot of these guys who are going for big bucks 
are now uh, moving on, sent out to pasture, as That's they right. say. That's right. So again, let's you know what I think we're going to wrap it up. Let's thank Aiden for calling. Yeah, in, thanks, thanks, Gibby. The greatest episode ever. Hearing his voice, oh. I the greatest episode easily ever. Wonderful voice. All right, folks, that is it. That wraps up episode number fourteen. Uh, we have episode fifteen next week. Again, if you have any ideas for a show, uh, give us a text, drop us a line, send a carrier pigeon, and we'll make it happen. Because we have no ideas for next week. Absolutely. We'll see, we see you later. Bye bye.